Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Star-Lord. I've got a plan. Do you? I have part of a plan. Is it better than my plan? I have 12% of a plan. But is it better than my plan? No, probably not. What sound did that thing just make? Oh, I I thought it did like a Yahoo thing. In no, there. it did not do a Yahoo thing. I thought thing. I heard a Yahoo. Where'd you get that? Toys R Us. Is it a, it's not a Star-Lord weapon, is it? It is a Star-Lord weapon. Is it? Let me see that. I've never seen one of these before. So this is like... I'm going to repaint it oh. to actually look like the colors, but yeah. That's like, why would you make it blue and stuff? But yeah, well, that's kind of cool. for kids. That's kind of cool. But yeah. welcome to the Rick and Johnny podcast. My name's Ricky. That's Johnny. We're here to talk about superhero movies, entertainment, anything... Under the Nerdy Suns is what we talk about here right on the Rick and Johnny podcast. A little housekeeping before I get into what we're talking about today. First off, if you like what you hear, you like what you see, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash Podcast. That is how we get to do what we love to do for you guys. Thank you to all of our patrons. I had two of them on the fast break this past week, Jake Ooh. and Patrick. Thank you to all our patrons. We can't do this without their support. Number two, if you're on iTunes, have Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating on iTunes as well as all the other podcasts at MVP. Mostvaluablepodcast.com is where you're going to find everything for Most Valuable Podcast each and every day. And last but not least, if you want yourself an MVP t-shirt, that link is down below in the description with Dave the Model, our own Dave the Model, being the model for that t-shirt in our store. So check out that link down below. But Johnny, we had a jam-packed show. Yes, we do. Had a little audible, a little football audible here as we got in, but we got our topic set. We're going to talk Avengers as Avengers coming this Thursday. Yes. We will be at the 6 o'clock screening on Thursday. It's going to be a big, big week. It's going to be huge. I will get into that before we talk Avengers. Going to talk Avengers. Going to talk Birds of Prey. A little DC here. A little Harley Quinn. A little Batgirl. Maybe a little Black Canary in that. We'll talk about that Birds of Prey movie and what they should do. And then we're going to end on a gaming note. Call of Duty changing the game, trying to change the game. We're trying to catch up to trends. They're going to change their multiplayer. They are going to change their story. Maybe not even have it. We're going to (sighs) talk about that later on in the podcast. But first off, we will start with Avengers. This Thursday, the only thing I will tell you guys is my only little housekeeping for this segment. Usually our reviews come out on Monday because we record the podcast on Sundays. Avengers will come out on Friday. So it will be that Friday. You will get our Avengers review because we're seeing it Thursday at 6 o'clock. And then right after, we are coming here to the MVP studios to record our Avengers review. But, Johnny, 
We're going to kind of talk today about our final predictions, final predictions, final, final thoughts final for the movie. And the thing I'm going to start you off with yeah. is something that's been kind of spiraling You've around spiraling. the internet this week. And Uh-oh. earlier this week, um, Mackie, who is Falcon, was on Good Morning America. Ooh, and they played, they played a clip of the Black Order, Corvus Glaive, and uh, Mach, uh, Proxima Midnight going up against the outcast Avengers, basically the Captain America, the Black Widow, Avengers side of things. Okay. The Wakanda for, ones. For a second, you hear in that clip, Proxima Midnight goes down to Corvus Glaive, who's on his back. He's hurt. He can't get up. And she goes, you've got to get up. And he goes, I can't. Now, that one line of I can't, the internet is spiraling. They are spiraling because people are saying that that is... Dinklage's character. Peter Dinklage will be playing Corvus Glaive. That's who he's going to be voicing. Corvus Glaive is the only actor's voice or actress, his voice, that we do not have for the Black Order. However, I see an article today as I was scrolling through my screen rants that says that Peter Dinklage's mystery role might be a letdown for us. So the first thing I want to start here is on our final prediction for the Avengers— what do you think will be Peter Dinklage's character in Avengers 3 Infinity War? I'm looking up Corvus Glaive right now because I don't remember which one is which. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. He's the one with the the staff. And, like, if you break his staff, then you can kill him without that. He's basically invincible as with long as he staff. has a staff. Um, that I mean, I'm not opposed to... Sorry, I should be right here. Uh, I'm not opposed to him being Corvus Glaive, if mm-hmm. that's what's actually going on. Um, we don't know. See, and that's we don't thing. know. Like, the clip, which I'll leave down below in the description, is one of those where it's like, when I heard it, it was like, I guess that could be him, but I don't know if it's him for sure. I mean, we also went with the idea once before that it could be Pip the Troll. That's the other thing. That's Because that would be interesting. Because there are photos that was leaked if you go around the internet that show him getting his hair dyed bright red. Yeah, I mean, which why is would Pip the troll? Yeah, why would he be doing that if he's not being Pip the troll? Unless MCU mm-hmm. said, "Hey, we'll give you this amount of money mm-hmm. in order to do that," because he's I don't. There might be still um, filming mm-hmm. uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, so I don't think they would really like want him to dye his hair bright, bright red. red. Yeah, uh-huh. no, unless it was that. for an actual role. Well, and so, the whole thing with this article that I'm looking at now is basically they're saying the mystery Avengers role for Dinklage would be a disappointment if it was Corvus Glaive, because there are many people out there that some think that Pip the Troll could be um, Dinklage's character. Some are saying that he will be Modoc, that we're going to get Modoc in Avengers 3, and he could fit that role as well. My whole thing is... Corvus Glaive seems like the safe answer. Yeah. Because first off, I'll get the Modoc thing out of the way. I don't think we're going to see Modoc in for Avengers this. three. There's already too many characters. Why would you go ahead and introduce another a Modoc? The only thing I would say is Modoc would be one of those ones where oh, we have the smaller villain we're fighting before all the big shit goes down. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to go that route though. The thing not, though, not someone would- not to add. Modoc to everything. Yeah. Plus Thanos is like this is Thanos is the focal point. The way the Russos have described this film is basically it's Thanos's movie, where he is the main character of this movie. You're gonna learn a lot about him, 
and it's his heist movie. That's basically what this movie is. Yeah. Now, the thing I will say with Pip the Troll, the reason why I'm, I don't know exactly what I'm thinking with Pip the Troll, because here's the thing. They said that Adam Warlock wasn't going to be in Avengers 3, but they haven't said anything about Avengers 4. Very true. If Pip the Troll is in Avengers 3, then that could bleed into 4 and we get Adam Warlock and the Soul Gem. That could be. However, the rumor is that he will have all six gems at the end of this movie. Yeah. Before we go into the next one. Which could still introduce Pip the Troll and have like, oh, well, Mm -hmm. who's the one person that could wield it and change everything back? Mm -hmm. We get Adam Warlock. Yeah. Whose whose sole purpose is to go after the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And where are they as of now in this movie? Earth. With the Avengers. Yeah. Or what it looks like. um, Or Titan. Yeah. That's what it looks. We don't know if it's going to be Titan, but that's what we think. What what, what our prediction is, I'm going to stick with Mm -hmm. it saying Titan as opposed to Titan or an orange planet. I'm just going to say Titan. So if you had to give a guess what or a prediction, I'll say that kind of sounds more concrete. What do you think will be Dinklage's role? Do you think it'll be a Modoc, a Pip the Troll, or do you think it'll just be a safe thing of like, oh, he's just the voice of Corvus Clave? See, just with the orange hair, like the, mm-hmm. the bright red hair, I want to say either it's one of two things. He's either going to be Pip the Troll if that, or that was Marvel's way of saying, hey, we're going to throw some extra into your contract. Mm-hmm. Can you dye your hair orange for like a short time and let get some pictures done? And then you can dye it back how you need to. So people think it's Pip the Troll and he's like Corvus Glaive or something. That's the thing. I need to see that clip with Corvus Glaive now because mm-hmm. if you hear his voice, you can probably tell, hey, that kind of sounds like Dinklage. Yeah. And I mean, I'm looking again right now at just the like how red the hair is and the style of it. It would have to be Pip the Troll. Now, the other thing that I've heard and this is an interesting one. I probably should have mentioned this before I asked you for your prediction. Yeah. There's one that I read that, oh, I thought that he was going to be, yeah, he might have red hair, but he's going to be one of the, like, he's going to be like the dwarf king that um, Thor goes to to make his hammer. You know, that's actually not a bad prediction either. I, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting that he's he makes Stormbreaker in this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and he's got to go to the dwarves to make it. Yeah, he's got to go to Niflheim. I yeah. think it, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna have to go to Niflheim, make the new hammer. What's cool is Rocket and Groot go with him. And yeah. I don't know if you noticed. I think that's Groot's. Like Groot makes the handle for him. Does he? Well, look at look at the go look at a picture of it mm-hmm. while I'm talking about it. it's. He makes the metal. Ha- I mean, look what it looks like. He makes the metal head half axe, half hammer, and it says nice winding tree branch look around as the handle. Almost like Groot. True. No. So that's I mean, a cool, lo- that's a cool aesthetic I'm looking, to it. I'm looking at obviously a picture of the toy. Yeah, the I Toys R Us toy or whatever. It does have a winding, so it, it could be. Groot. I mean, I, that's a cool aesthetic to me. Yeah. If you ask me, I mean, so. it, it could be Groot. Like looking at it, you're dead right. Like with how it winds and stuff. Yeah, it's like um, Thor's like sh- scrambling for an. Uh, a mm-hmm. handle and Groot just grabs it and extends his hand. Yeah, and then just it, uh, like either snaps it off himself or like, which would be really awesome. That would be really cool. I mean, like, he I is didn't the even giving think tree. About that I didn't even think. Well, yeah, he saved all of them and killed himself. Yeah, he literally killed himself. He killed so that he could be reborn as a new person. Yeah, which is still I. I don't even know if he knew that would happen. 
In the comics, I'm still unsure if it's a like in the comics. I think it's the same Groot each but time. In the, they've but they said whatever. this is a new Groot. They in this defined one. it. I'd rather have them define it than not define it. But I agree. Dinklage in the end. If you had to give your black and white answer, what's he going to be? Um, black and white answer. I'm going to, as of now, with the store. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm going to put it all in this little ball right here. Okay. I'm going to say because of Game of Thrones, because of the story arc right now mm-hmm. that we know of, I'm going to say he's going to do a voiceover. Okay. It doesn't have that to specifically be Corvus Glaive. I'm going, he's going to be Corvus, Corvus Glaive. Glaive. I'm just saying, because there's other Black Order members well, we have not heard the voices of yet. But, and I I will pull this up in a second, yeah. we do know who is going to be the Black Order. Like, the oh, we only have the one, rest of The them? only one we don't know is Corvus Glaive. The only one we don't know the voice for is Corvus Glaive. And then this is, could be another Marvel ploy of, you know, we're not going to put Corvus Glaive's name down, and we're also not going to say who Peter Dinklage is. Mm-hmm. Let you guys speculate if that is one-to-one or if that is two separate actors. Let me see here, because there's the big one is Carrie Coon is going to be, um, she was in Fargo and then HBO's The Leftovers. She's going to voice Proxima Midnight. And then let's see if this article from The Independent has it. Um Terry Notary, who recently appeared in The Square and has played multiple motion caption characters, will voice fellow member Call Obsidian. And then do they have the last one? Along with being nominated as a part-time Emmy, Kuhn, Spielberg, blah, 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 blah. There's one more. I know there is. Do they mention them, though? Um, The other one, they don't mention the other actor, but... Corvus Glaive is the only one that is not voiced at this moment for the Black Order. I just learned that this week also. Yeah. Where I thought it was, ooh, we still don't know. And then it's like, oh, Kiri Kuhn is Proxima Midnight? Oh, there's there's more of these. I didn't look at it, so that's why I didn't yeah. know. I mean, I didn't know like they mm-hmm. had all of them labeled because I know there were other members. We just haven't heard the voices of, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And Ebony Maw is the other Ebony one. Ebony Maw, we, okay, yeah. We have his voice, and we've heard Ebony Maw before. In the trailers, it's not Peter Dinklage. No. It's not. It sounds nothing like Peter Dinklage's voice at all. Here's the next prediction I want to get into. And this is going to be a loaded question. You ready yeah. for it? You're a loaded question. Where's the soul gem? Where do you think the soul still gem sti- is? Still sticking with my guns. What it? Which Hi- is for someone new. Oh, yeah. Someone new. Heimdall. Why? Well, we haven't seen him die yet. Mm-hmm. It still, still has the orange in his eye. Still has the orange in his eye last I saw. There's still also the thing. Um, remember when Thor in Age of Ultron had mm-hmm. that little prediction thing? The, uh, the seeing all the stones, and seeing he was blind. Asgard, he was blind. Mm-hmm. Wonder if that has to do with something. Hey, as soon as the soul gem's gone, he's blind. Like without that soul gem, he can't see anything. So you're saying I don't care what happened in Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. They have done nothing to disprove my theory. No, Heimdall they haven't. Has it. They haven't. Do, they haven't done anything to disprove my theory. In fact, sh- pulling, being able to pull Thor mm-hmm. and show him, hey, this is everything going on while you're this far away. Mm-hmm. Kind of proves it even more, or at least like keeps it on the same playing level. Mm-hmm. Of I still think Th- Heimdall has it. Mm-hmm. Um, something's going to happen where a lot of the Asgardians are going to be able to escape from the ship. Mm-hmm. Maybe Thor kind of keeps it at bay while Loki leaves the portal open temporarily, or something. Mm-hmm. And then when Loki hands him the the Tesseract. 
That's when Thor cracks it. Cracks like it, an et cetera, egg. et cetera. Um, but I mean, Heimdall might be the one of the ones that goes through. He's like, you need to get get them and lead them. I'm going to hold off Thanos. Thor's going to, you know, Thor's going to stay good, behind. Because that was my one question. Uh, Thor's going to stay behind to protect end, his people. Yeah, because we get the shot of Thanos so, with the gauntlet someone, around. Yeah, just Thor's squeezing head. his head. Here's the here's the question that I have is so at the end of Ragnarok, refresh my memory, yes. Heimdall was on the ship with the Asgardians, correct? Yes, Heimdall was there, Korg was there, etc. My et whole thing is if he's got the soul gem, yeah. What I think that for me, the final gem that he needs to get, yeah, is the soul gem. Yeah, maybe that's why we're keeping it a mystery. Well, and that's where it. it is. If Heimdall has it, Heimdall is not gonna fight. Thanos at that point because no. if he'll lose and then the soul There's gem another will be stone Thanos's. like he'll know here's what I think is going to happen and this I'm bringing another prediction into this yes I think pre-credit we're going to get Thanos Black Order show up at the Nova Corps give me the give me the infant give me the power stone no all right I tried boom and he just destroys everything big fight with the Nova Corps and Thanos and the Black Order him just killing people to get that power stone. And then we see the click. The first one's in. And then we get our title sequence of Avengers. Click. Then the second one. Bam. Yeah. Destroy um, the, Xandar. Yeah. And then the second question, or the second thing we get after the credits, a little bit of Thor and the, or a little bit of Thor and the Asgardians. His ship is there. Mm-hmm. That's where he, then he gets the second stone. So I think it's going to be boom, boom right away. Two, no, I agree. We're not going to, we're not going to hold for Thanos. off. And what I also think is when Loki gives him, I'm jumping the gun here, but yeah. when Loki gives him the Tesseract, Thanos is going to take it, crack it, pop that last gem in. Loki's going to be thinking, Hey, I did you a solid. Let me join your team. He'll just tell he'll tell like Ebony Mar or someone. He'll look over and go, kill him, and boom, Loki's dead. Loki's gone because they can kill villains. They like killing villains. They in do. The MCU. They don't um, keep many of them alive. No, they don't. But I think that'll happen early on. Loki dies. Thanos has a Black Order member kill him. Then the question is for me, which stone? The only one I don't know for sure is when he'll get the Reality Stone. Does he go for because the Time Stone? Is on Earth. Obviously, Doctor Strange has it. The only one that's not on Earth at that point would be the Reality Stone, which yeah, is in the, the ether, collector. which is with the Collector. My thing is, is maybe Thanos goes to Earth, sends some of his Black Order. Obviously, Ebony Maw, we've seen. He's going to be the one sent for the Time Stone. Yeah. The Thanos and most of his goons are going to go for the Mind Gem that's in Vision's head, and he might send... Um, call Obsidian or somebody to the Collector and Thor and the Guardians might have, like, the Guardians might have to say, oh shoot, we need to get the Reality Stone. Yeah. And send some Guardians over there to get that because no one on Earth knows the Reality Stone is with the Collector. Or the bad bad idea, or bad news would be, and kind of bad idea mm-hmm. in a sense, is, hey, um, as soon as Thor like explains, like because he hits the front of the ship, yeah. and before they even go to Earth, it's like we put we left the Reality Stone with the Collector. Mm-hmm. We need to go grab that. Yeah, 
before Cause, to protect it. Because Thor's going to learn all about that when Thanos comes for the gem, so he can kind of fill them in. Gamora, then, that's where we'll get his her speech with the, the, the snap of the finger thing. Oh, wrong hand. Because she's going to be um, talking to... She's not talking to Tony like in the trailer. No, it's think. just that's jumping. So what it's going to be is Thor says, oh, shoot, blah, 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 explains what happens to him. Gamora then fills them in on Thanos. Star-Lord might be like, shoot, we got to get that reality gem. Well, no, it's it would be Thor that knows where the reality gem is. That's right. Because the Asgardians right. brought it. Yes, that's right. I so forgot. it's going to be like Thor's like, we need to go get the reality stone. Yeah, because he knows the power of it because that was his movie. Yeah, exactly. He knows what it can do. Maybe like the, Gamora will say what stones there mm-hmm. are, and they'll talk about how the power of an Infinity Stone. Off the cuff question: Do you think that they would like they get there and then have a fight with Call City? Let's say Call City and someone like the Black Order yeah. guy right there, or would it be a hey we got there? Oh, you're too late, and zoom, there are the ships already leaving. I think that it's going to be more of a. Uh, a, um, they go to grab it. Or they, they get there first, and then Thanos has to take it from the Guardians. And... I think it's going to be more like that, because that draw mm-hmm. a little bit more of the storyline out, too. Yeah. Or at least, like uh, like you said, call Obsidian or mm-hmm. someone else will be like be there as well. Like, sh- show up right after. Kind of like in Guardian Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy 1, mm-hmm. where they're working with the Collector, Drax is an idiot, and calls them in. Yeah. Well, not exactly like, oh, hey, this is where I am. Mm-hmm. But it's more like the uh, idea of, hey... They he shows up right after saying, "Oh, it's it might like maybe they find out it's with the collector, or mm-hmm. they find some way of finding out, and meet like head to head over there." And what they what Marvel decides to do with that is up to them. But either mm-hmm. one way or another, Thanos is going to try and get that Reality Stone. And that's the only one, like I said, that I'm unsure exactly how it's going to go gonna play with. In. Yeah, the thing that like, and then my other questions are: I feel like. Ebony Maw, like, I'm confused a little bit because I feel like Ebony Maw is going to take the the time gem from Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because of what we've seen with him poking him with, like, the glass, like, yeah. um, little, like, oh, I don't even know what they're called. They're, like, shards of glass. Yeah, it's, like, magical shards of glass. Yeah. Sort of like the stuff in the uh, Doctor Strange movie. Exactly. With, um... What was it called? Dormammu, the uh, mm-hmm. zealots of Dormammu. Yes. That almost invisible glass stuff. Yeah. And I mean, the thing with that is, I wonder of, because if Avengers 4 is going to be going back in time to fix things, how are you going to do that without the time gem? Unless they get it back, that's for a different discussion. Yeah. I'm going to say Dormammu, or not Dormammu, um, <laughs> Ebony Maw takes the... You had Dormammu on my mind. I, I didn't like, know you did right. that. But uh, Ebony Maw is going to take the Time Stone from Doctor Strange. The only thing that I'm... I don't know if I'm hoping for this or not. Uh-huh. But I think I would be upset with... Because one of the clips that we've seen now in like all these interviews is... You've got Vision on the table. Shuri's talking to Bruce Banner. And she goes, oh, his, like, the Mind Stone, like, it's got all these connective, uh, not tissue, but that's basically what she means. Oh, it's all connected. Why haven't you guys tried to, like, just connect those to something? And Banner's like, we didn't think of that. Because it's like, she's thinking of Vision as like, oh, like, as a machine. Yeah. Whereas Banner's like, we didn't think of that. Basically saying... He's kind of a person to us. Yeah, we didn't he's human think of him us. as a machine. 
We thought of to him us, as like human. an actual person yeah. and our friend. Um, so the thing that I'm kind of iffy on is there's a there's half of me that wants Thanos to rip the time or not the time gem the mind gem out, out of, of Vision's, Vision's head. head. The agony of because we got the scepter to it. Yeah, where basically it's getting ripped from his head. Part of me wants Vision to die. Part of me want give me that gut punch. I know they won't though because I know what's going to happen. Oh no, he got the mind gem ripped from his head. He's dead. Oh, sure, he saved the day. Yet again, a hero does not die. That's what's going to happen. And part of me, part of me doesn't want that to happen. Part, part of me remember, wants though, it to be this he's stuff is dead. Up, this stuff up in the air because we we have confirmation from mm-hmm. the Russo brothers someone at least someone is going to die who knows if not more True. so it's like do you think it'll be vision that's the debate i mean sure he may try and find a way maybe trying to find a way to save him but sure he could also fail yeah exactly sure he could fail i would re- like i love i love paul bettany and i love how he plays vision but i i kind of almost want him to i kind of almost want vision to die and hit me with that gut punch Give me the stakes. Give me someone who is going to die. But I mean, it brings me into kind of, we'll go into this to end the podcast of, or end the first segment. We still got two more to go in this podcast, but we talked about Vision obviously dying or wanting to die. I just asked you basically, will he die? Well, us (laughs) wanting him to die. Yeah, he's not (laughs) Mr. I, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Who (laughs) we? Pain is exist art. Existence is pain to Meeseeks. Existence is pain to a vision. Yeah. Who we? Why don't you have the mind stone from my head? So here's the question I'm going to ask you. Who dies? You said, the Russos have said, one Someone, person will die. At least die. one person's going to die. Who dies in Avengers? My Infinity money War? is on Tony. Now, question. Yeah. They say one person or one hero? So if they said one person, it's Loki. I think they were talking more important. They said, uh, didn't they say an important role? Yeah. I, Which my, is Loki an important role? Because nah, that could be a cop I out. I don't Please think he's, don't let that be a cop out. I hope not either. Which but hero is? We're going to answer the question of which hero is going to die. Yeah. You're saying Tony. My money's why? on Tony. He's, I mean, it's going to hit a lot of people hard. Mm-hmm. I know I've said this in like one or two other podcasts. Yeah. It's going to hit everyone really hard. And I'm talking fans included. Mm-hmm. He's the guy, Robert Downey Jr. is the guy that started this all off. 10 years ago. 10 years of Robert Downey Jr. being mm-hmm. in our lives as Marvel fans, as superhero fans. Basically, this as, resurrected his movie career, too. Yes, it did, actually. In a big sense, it uh, resurrected his career. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's going to hit Cap hard because they were fighting, as well as the rest of that part of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit the other part of the Avengers because the he's our friend. Yeah. It's going to hit Pepper Potts. It's going to hit a lot of people hard. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's going to die trying to prevent the vision he had. Why didn't you die with us? Mm-hmm. As as Scarlet Witch put in his head. And if she finds out that, oh, this is why Tony sacrificed himself, could you imagine how that's going to hit her, too? Mm-hmm. Well, she's technically got powers now, too, because of the whole Iron Man 3 thing. Yeah, exactly. She's got the whatever the anvil, what, not anvil. Um, anvil was the main, that was the guy. Right, that I'm thinking, the guy who was deformed at the party, deformed at the party. Hammer, hammer, um, hammer. Help me, Iron Man three. Think of the villain for Iron Man oh, three. Iron Man three was uh, the what Mandarin was... and um, 
well, I can't remember his actual name. He uh, was the guy that Tony Stark met at that party, and he kind of blew him yeah, off. Yeah, I know who you're not, talking about. That's I not thought because it, of I them. I thought his first name. Well, th- they did the experiments no, on No, they him. did not. That was Hydra. No, but he was in charge of it. No, he wasn't. That was Hydra. But he had it, too. No, he didn't. That's yeah, a different thing. That's a different thing. I'm looking it up right now. Go, go. Yeah, keep are, talking about Tony. Are you, and I'm are you prove the you wrong. Are you with the Marvel fan? And I am. I'm gonna prove you wrong. Keep talking about Tony while I look okay. it up. No, I think honestly that it's not. You're talking. By the way, you're thinking of extremists, and whereas they use Hydra used Loki's scepter to give them powers. Extremist was a uh, aim th- division. Mm-hmm. So two separate things. Um, anyways, it's going to be t- it, my money is it's on Tony because that could send Cap A to sacrifice himself as well to try and stop Thanos or B. It's going to send him over. Killian. The, it was Aldrich, Aldrich Killian. Killian. That's who I'm thinking. And not Hammer. Hammer is from two. Hammer's from two. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Killian because he had Aldrich the, Killian. And it's not the same thing, by the way. Anyways, he, had the, he did the same thing. It was the no, heat he thing. Not the same thing. It's not. It's not. Scarlet Witch doesn't use heat. No, not Scarlet Witch. Pepper Potts. Pepper. Okay, Pepper Potts. I'm yes. saying Pepper Potts, not Scarlet Witch. You said Scarlet Witch. No, I'm talking about Pepper Potts. Okay, Pepper Potts did have it. Yeah, and Tony so took care of it. No, but she still had. She's con- she can control. Is what I'm saying. I think Tony got, just got rid of it. No, I think took the extreme. And from what they described, he took the extremists out of it. There's I, nothing saying that she I'm does saying or doesn't right have it. I'm saying right here, prediction. She's still going to have a little bit of it and be able to control it. Maybe, maybe she'll that or she'll I, have the. Um, that's where the confusion. You thought I was talking about Scarlet Witch. Yes, because you said Scarlet about, Witch. Well, I was. I meant Pepper Potts because that's who you said. <laughs> maybe she will have some of that, or maybe she has her own suit at this point. And because there's a there's a part mm-hmm. in the the canon of the comics where I think she has it's called the Heartbreaker suit. Mm-hmm. So does she become Ironheart in the MCU? Maybe and not Sherry. Maybe but I would it wouldn't pre- be. Iron- I would prefer Shuri to be. I would. Ironheart. I would her prefer it to because I love Shuri. She's. I would awesome. prefer to have Iron Heart over. I think it's Heartbreaker. I'm not 100 mm-hmm. percent sure. I don't remember the name exactly. But Pepper Potts for a while gets the suit too. She I think does. that'd be cool. Or just because I I know she's in there in the movie because we've seen her. Maybe she joins in on like, hey, I need the extra push. Pepper, will you please help us out? Let's see. Make your own suit and everything, sweetie. Let's see, Heartbreaker from the comics, it looks like the only thing is, it is a she, but it doesn't say whether it's Pepper or not. I think it's Pepper. It has to be. I'm pretty sure, because I've looked into this before. Yeah, it doesn't really, it it says for identity, it's a secret identity. Yeah, okay. Um, Anyways. But um, going back to what you were saying, I'm going to go on the other side. Yeah. Cap's going to die. Yeah. I'm like, and the, it's not just Elaborate a, it's for not me. just a contract thing, but- I mean, that plays we, into we it a know little, but. The only character that I know for sure that's 100% safe is Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Well, because um, Tom Holland <laughs> decided to tell well, us he's got yeah. movies afterwards. Well, that too. But, like, <laughs> we know for sure, even without knowing that there's a Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, which we know has Tom Holland in it, takes place moments after Avengers 4. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, obviously, this movie concludes, that movie concludes, he lives. Yep. Um... That could feed into the Tony Stark death because how would it affect oh, yeah, him exactly. in Spider-Man: Homecoming? 2? I forgot about forgot to mention him. That's right. But I'm leaning more towards Cap because of like yet again. I think it's Tony or Cap. But the reason why I go for Cap is I think there will be a shift that we make. We're not just because of the contracts that plays into it though. With Evans not wanting to be Captain America. Anymore, and I believe I saw something where he said that Avenger, like, it, this is it. 
this is for sure it that I am done with being Captain, Captain America. America with these Avengers. And the thing that I think to is that whole Bucky and him where we make the shift to where Bucky is Bucky's white wolf in this, but he makes that shift and he becomes the new Captain America. And we get a Bucky cap after Chris Evans then leaves. Yeah. No, I can see that too. I'm that's the other thing is like either they're gonna have that's why I said it's gonna hit Cap hard enough to sacrifice mm-hmm. himself or to just walk up and say, I'm done with this fucking hero thing. Yeah. I'm not losing anyone else. I'm which, done or I'm done losing everyone. Which a side note, and both you and I had the same uh response of fuck you, James Cameron. Yeah. Um where Cameron said he hopes that people get disinterested. With superhero movies real soon. One more time on air. Fuck you, James Which Cameron. Which I'm like, screw you. I love these movies. Fuck don't you, James take, Cameron. Don't take these good movies away from me. Like, here, this is off the this is off the Avengers prediction thing, yeah. but just a quick aside. Why can't we just be happy with good movies? Yeah. Why can't we just be like, who cares about superhero movies? I get that everyone doesn't like superhero movies. and Kind of like me with horror. Horror is not my cup no, of tea. No, it's not. But I don't say that, oh, I hope people don't go see horror movies. No, like, you don't say, well, I hope I just the horror genre dies I just don't go see out. them. I just don't go see them. Yeah. I just choose to ignore that those movies even exist because it's not my cup of tea. But that is a different conversation for a different day. Yeah. I think going back to it, Captain America, just because the contract deal does play a part of it, but I feel like it's going to be tomato, tomato. We're going to keep Tony Stark around, at least alive in the MCU, because it'd be easier to bring Tony back for cameo roles than it would to be Chris Evans. True. And I said Tony, I meant Robert. No, I know what you meant. <laughs> Same person. Same person. We all know that now. Uh-huh. So, no, I, I agree that that's true. Give, give me a, a, a dark horse death. Dark so horse. What, a dark horse death, meaning like usually, so when we're talking about like a, a tournament or something, okay. we've got like, oh, this person's going to win, but this could be a dark horse. Like this could be the team that surprises us and wins it all. I want you to give me a dark horse death. This is a person that probably won't die, but don't be surprised if they're the one that dies. Groot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Cop out much? <laughs> Cop out, exactly. Do you think um, there's a dark horse death of like one where nobody expects, but they're the one that well, dies? Well, we have suspicions of vision, so we can't really, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a dark horse one. Um, I'm trying to think who would be. Because like, I don't think Scarlet Witch is going to die. Hawkeye? Oh, Does Hawkeye he's not even die? in the movie right now. That, well, he's in the movie. We I'm just saying, haven't seen any I'm of I'm saying him. we haven't seen anything of him in the movie. Does he die? Does Does um, Samuel Jackson does um, Fury die? Because, That's a good question. I didn't think because about Because the next movie we only know him I in. Keep forget- I keep I'm for- assuming that he's in Avengers 4, but the only movie we know for sure he's in takes place in the 90s. Yeah. I keep forgetting that Hawkeye is set in the movie because he hasn't been in a single preview. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about him last week, too. Yeah, I know. I just keep, <laughs> I just keep forgetting. Johnny, uh Johnny's like, oh, we talked about him, and I for- already forgot he's in the movie. I keep forgetting because you don't see him in any of the things. Dude, I can't. I can't wait to see what his role is going to be. And right? The reason we're not touching it now is... Go check out that video. I'll try to put it up there if I remember to, but it'll be <laughs> for sure on our YouTube page and mostvalvapodcast.com. But he's the one that has the most interesting role to me because I know nothing. I haven't seen anything of him, but he Jer- would be a dark horse death. Jeremy Renner has been, he's been saying that I'm in the movie. I'm here. I'm in it. He's a, he would be a dark horse death. Um, 
Do you think they would kill Hawkeye though? I mean, it would or Ronan? It would also hit the mm. fields. They would. Uh, it could either be that. I don't see Black Panther at all because mm-hmm. he's too new. Black Widow. Black Widow, maybe. Um, trying to think who Hulk. else. Hulk? No, I don't see do that kill? Happening. They're not going to kill Thor. He wants to do it forever. It seems yeah, like. he's like, you know, I'll do this forever. You guys just keep do bringing me back. Do they kill one of the Guardians? Do they kill like a Gamora? Star-Lord. No, what about Gamora? Does, does, Could be Star-Lord or Drax. What about Nebula? Nebula, maybe. Or I'm just thinking about this. Mm-hmm. We So we read Infinity Wars. Yep. Um, Which, if you're a patron, it is up now on Patreon.com. If not, it should be up podcast. what day? So here it is. It's up on Patreon right now. Yep. Go one dollar. You can get every um, episode of Graphic Conversation early. Friday will be up. So it'll be Friday. The day right after, after we see it, you'll get both the review and what we thought of Infinity Gauntlet. Well, semi spoiler right now. Could you imagine if uh, because of her mm-hmm. betrayal, Thanos finds out and does what he does in the comics to her? Yes. That's why I brought up, and I like, wouldn't. I wouldn't say dark horse I, death. My, but that's uh, my two, pretty horrible. I'm gonna say two dark horses because okay. they're kind of the same. Gamora or Nebula would be my dark horse deaths. Or Drax goes to kill Thanos because yeah. he uh, gets a little overzealous. And uh, the only thing is, I if it was Ron, if he if he had the storyline with Drax that Ronan had, mm-hmm. like Drax had that you killed my family thing. It it would only be that if he find if he found out the only reason Ronan killed my family is because Thanos basically told him to. Well, because or Thanos, you do remember was, at the end of the Guardians, he goes, "Well, I'm going to have to kill Thanos." True. So he's like, he's going after Thanos because mm-hmm. he killed my family, and it's yes. like, oh, we shifted the blame now. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick more to the the daughters, the daughters. because I think it's going to be more emotional on that side of like the daughters. I would say. More on Nebula because of what Infinity Gauntlet, like that whole storyline. But I wouldn't be surprised if Gamora's the one that goes to fight him and he just punches her and kills her. I would say, well, I think it'd be a little bit harder than just one Thanos punch. If he's got the Power Stone already? Maybe. I think they'd do a little, draw it out a little bit more than that. Well, they would, but basically it's, you're dead. Yeah. I think... Or if, what if they, may, like, because... That's another thing that I think will be interesting in here. They've got to have some scenes where, like, and this might be spoiler for Infinity Gauntlet as well, but where it's like, where he could basically go, bloop, 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 bloop. Nope, you don't affect me at all. Except when Cap catches the gauntlet. Later, I'm talking about it first, like right (laughs) after he gets that power. I'm just making More so on the the Asgardianship. Someone goes to attack him, it's like, Boom, you're done, you're gone. Smashes Korg to rubble. Yeah, basically. Ooh, don't don't kill Korg. Don't kill Korg. Korg can be the next thing, man. He's gonna be our thing. But any final predictions you want to make before we end end this? Because we've been going a little bit long in the tooth. No, I think this is gonna be kind of savagery all around, and it's just gonna they knew this was going to be the longest segment, though. This is the last time we get to talk (laughs) Avengers before Avengers. Yeah. By the way, again, we're bringing tissue. Yes. I will, I will bring my. I'm Aven- gonna try not to cry. I'm gonna bring my Avengers tissues. I wonder if I'll cry. 
Do you think I'll cry? I think you will. Down below, let me know if you guys think I'm going to cry. Yeah, I, w- I, want the, I want the votes. I want to count them up before, you, uh, before you, this podcast. And then they'll see it because Thursday night we're recording that Ricky's going to have like just the red puffy eye. It's going to be hard to hide face. it if we're Don't worry, we'll bring, it immediately we'll, after the movie. I'll bring drinks for us to have a, here right, afterwards right. so we can like, feel a little like better. Like actual like, mixed drinks to yeah, we'll drown make, our we'll, sorrows Yeah, exactly. Okay. I didn't know if you were meaning like water or Yeah, like, no. I'm, we're going to drown our sorrows with water. But let us know down below any predictions you guys have for Avengers. What are you thinking? The last time we get to talk Avengers before Infinity Wars. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. Johnny, let's move on, though, into our next topic. And what we're looking at, we're going into the DC side of things. And we're looking at a movie, Birds of Prey. So it looks like this movie is going to be DC, obviously. But it's going to be a Harley Quinn movie. Harley Quinn and Margot Robbie are are apparently leaving Gotham City Sirens to go over to Birds of Prey. And Birds of Prey, comic book run, way back in like the mid-90, early to mid-1990s, mm-hmm. um, where the version they're going for is that version that was Chuck Dixon's version. That's basically okay. going to be, that was Batgirl, but she was the Oracle by that point, and Black Canary were the main two. We've already seen Black Canary in the Arrowverse. However, DC can do whatever they want. They yeah, can take whoever connected. they want. They aren't connected. So with this whole thing, we don't really know a lot about it. We know that Harley Quinn's going to be in it. Basically, mm-hmm. for right now, it's going to be Harley Quinn, Batgirl, and Black Canary. However, they can have the Huntress in it. Who yep. The only Huntress that we've seen live action is Arrowverse. Again, from Arrowverse. It was like early on in the Arrowverse that we are introduced to the Huntress, but also it looks like we could be getting a Catwoman and a Poison Ivy as well if they just decide to make this, hey, you know, we're going to go ahead and make this the new Gotham City Sirens movie, and they have all but confirmed that they do have a director for it, and that director is Kathy Yan. hope I said that right, um, and she is going to direct birds of prey so i'm going to ask you this loaded question to start if you're dc what do you do with the birds of prey movie what's your main mo what are you looking for from this movie um i mean it's gonna be a little hard for one thing to introduce everyone i mean you already have harley quinn introduced you don't have to you don't have to give a big long origin on her no, same with Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you get a little bit of origin. Um, depends Everyone on... knows Batgirl. Exactly. That's, That's why. why I'm saying yeah. you don't really need to give a huge one. Black mm-hmm. Canary, maybe a little. You need to have something mm-hmm. on. And then it goes in the question, do you add the Huntress after that? And who was the other one you mentioned? Um, it was Poison Ivy and Catwoman. Okay. Could be, could, I mean, be, could be in it. You don't have, a, have to give a huge introduction to either of those two as mm-hmm. well. If you wanted to, you can. It would help. But, I mean, everyone, almost everyone knows Catwoman as well. Yeah. Poison Ivy, maybe the same level as, uh, who was the other one I mentioned? that Huntress, you definitely have to give an intro to, because she does not get a a lot of love in a lot of the DC stuff. Here's the thing I'm thinking about. At least I've noticed. And it's interesting that they're going to have Harley Quinn in this, because Harley Quinn's always been the character that, yes, she's Joker's right-hand woman, Mm -hmm. but she kind of flips sides. Like, down at the core... She's like Harley Quinzel is a good person. Yeah. Obviously went into her profession for good reasons, for good intentions. She's just a little bit crazy because she got manipulated by the Joker. Yeah, she got warped by Joker. She got manipulated. Now she's infatuated with the Joker. 
and will do mostly anything to please him. But then, yeah. like, when she gets that internal struggle. What I'm thinking is this. I'm thinking that they're going to take Black Canary, Batgirl are going to be in it. My only question is, do they even have the Huntress in it? And the reason why I say that is when they went to the, like, if you look at the current roster for Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. it's Huntress, it's Black Canary, it's Batgirl. However, again, Batgirl is Oracle then. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they'll give us an actual Batgirl because they want to do a Batgirl movie still um, with or without Joss Whedon. Yeah. Without, because he left it. And the thing that I would think of is if you're going to have a Poison Ivy, if you're going to have a Catwoman in it, they are going to be, to me, more on that villainous side where it's going to be the reason why they're in it is they might be villains and they might be the ones to try to pull Harley Quinn and try to get her to tiptoe that line. Because with having Harley Quinn in it, you got to have her tiptoe it. And do you do that by having two other female characters that could do that? Or do you do the one, and I don't want this to happen because I don't want to see him again as the Joker, but there are some people that say, do you make the Joker the villain? Because then you can have that play between Joker and Harley Quinn, which my thought is, why not just make a Joker-Harley Quinn movie if you were going to go that way? Exactly. Um, my thing would be have Black Canary and Batgirl, mm-hmm. possibly even Catwoman, because mm-hmm. she's the she she tends tends toes to, the line too. Yeah, she toes the line, but she does that constantly. Yeah, she's always looking out for herself, though. Basically, but in if the end, yeah. if, the, if good needs to be done for the mm-hmm. for something, and she'll do the good. But if it helps her out, she'll steal. Yeah, that's her biggest thing. She's not like most of the villains, where it's like oh, I'm gonna kill a bunch of people, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna change this drastically. No, the worst I really do is steal shit. Yeah. Um. So I mean. But then, like, it's like, well, this is really this this shit's really going downhill. I maybe should help out, and so that I don't die too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be those two, and possibly Catwoman, pulling Harley into like, hey, there's good in you. Let's try and get that out, and like maybe like a, uh, I don't know which storyline to go to because I figured you might know a little bit more about it than I would with the okay. Birds of Prey storylines. Go ahead, but um. Along the lines of kind of a, a a side story to it of trying to pull Harley back to a good guy type thing. Mm-hmm. Not not exactly a good guy, but more like along the lines of Catwoman at least. Well, and that's the whole thing with this is if you're going to have Harley, like I said, if you're going to have Harley in this, you got to have her tiptoe that line. Yeah. You've got to have her tiptoe that line to good and bad. And that's what I'm saying. The side story is kind of pulling her to that. Because uh, and as much as I hate to sit, bring this one up... Mm-hmm. Um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. That kind of pull, started pulling her towards the, you know what, it's kind of nice doing some good things, mm-hmm. but then like she goes right back with the Joker at the end. Yeah. Spoilers if you haven't seen it for some it's reason. It's your own fault. This exactly. Point. At this point, I was going to mention that afterwards. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, But, I mean, that kind of got at least like a taste of doing something that's considered, that's remotely good. Yeah. And, I and mean, then this would be like, hey, we know, we know what you did. We know you can do good things. Join us. And that would be like the struggle of she loves Joker and loves to please him. But mm-hmm. inside, she probably she knows that she can do good things. Now, here's what I'm thinking. I'm kind of going through some stuff yeah. in my head right now is I've got some theories of what I would do for villains. Because to be honest, okay, I don't like the Poison Ivy Catwoman thing if they're the main villain. 
I don't like the Joker thing as well. I think personally, I kind of want to say keep the Joker as far away from this movie as possible. But when you have Harley Quinn, how far away can you keep the Joker? Let's be completely honest about that. However, I would be more inclined to do a Joaquin Phoenix Joker, maybe, and not a Jared Leto Joker, Mm -hmm. meaning get someone new to play Joker. Please, DC, please do that. Now, I got two kind of two kind of ones I'm working with here is because it seems like this is going to be more of a Gotham based um movie mm-hmm. there's two things I'm thinking of the first one is the daughters of Gotham okay which is basically I mean we've kind of seen this character already on Gotham the TV show but this is where you can kind of bring in that Falcone family. We've seen Sophia Falcone on Gotham, the TV series. Oh, that's where we can go in with that, where it's kind of like you kind of play it off as she's the crime boss. She's the queen of Gotham because her dad is gone and dead or however you want to play that off. But she's the main mob boss. And then you go in like the reason why I like that is you go into then and make this your full diving into that all-female kind of a thing, better than Ghostbusters probably did, where you can embrace that. We have female heroes. There's going up against a female antagonist and not make it feel like it's forced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're trying to jam it down our throats. The only other one that I have is, so there's this group that this is, and if I'm not mistaken, these are mainly black canary villains, yeah. but they cross over into Birds of Prey to where first you'd have to – the organization is 12 Brothers in Silk. And just real real quick, the 12 Brothers in Silk are a testament of the ego of one of the deadliest men alive. Roughly a generation ago, a successful assassin slash martial artist realized that his skills would eventually fail him. And he would die. So using a combination of money and intimidation, he set up his plan. He would produce 12 sons, each born in a different year of the Chinese Zodiac, each trained to the different strengths of that year's animal. To prevent his plan from being derailed by a rebellious child or a girl birth, he ensured that there were multiple births in select form with the superfluous children killed. The chosen 12 were trained by their father who raised them to be hateful assassins before the youngest was 30. They were ready. The 12 assembled and ritually defeated and killed there so that they could symbolically live forever through their redemption. Reason why I bring them up is they could then introduce white canary who is a main villain of black canary and trick is, she's the only sister of the 12 brothers in Silk. Hmm. So you can kind of have that. Like, if you go with White Canary, you, I feel like, have to have the 12 brothers in Silk also, which I think would be a cool kind of, like, it would be a cool metric to have. That would kind of be Rayshad Ghoul style of Yeah, things, it would. But it would be different from Rayshad cool, Ghoul. Yeah. I think those are the villains that I'm basically kind of thinking about. So you brought up Falcone mm-hmm. as a family. Well, like the crime bosses for Gotham. He would, he would be one that kind of gets started mm-hmm. another character you can eventually bring would in the Hunt have, Friends. Would you have him be the main guy though or would you have it be 
queen of Gotham with his daughter at the head. No, actually, hear me out before you even go to that okay. part. Okay. Instead, have it the uh, Bert. I had to look into this a little bit because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Have it the Bertinelli family instead. Okay. And that way you start introducing, and you, then it's like, hey, we hinted at it that mm-hmm. she could be in there eventually if we decide to do another one, if this yeah. works. You're talking about the Huntress. Yes. Then mm-hmm. you can have like a hint at the Huntress because the daughter of, um, I don't remember, where, um, wherever his name is, uh, the Bertinelli family. Yeah. The daughter is Helena Bertinelli, mm-hmm. who is the Huntress. Yeah. That'd be a way to bring her into it. Like the God, cav- She tips toes the line too between yeah. good and evil. The caveat of, yeah. you know what? Hey, um, we could bring her in mm-hmm. if this works out. Because yeah. no offense, DC, but we got to wait and see if it works out before we say, oh, there's going to be a number. They can do this for number two. Oh, I'm not thinking sequels. Exactly. DC. But I'm saying at least like that sets it up mm-hmm. like, hey, if it happens, we have this person that could be brought in. If not, no big deal. No, and exactly. Like, I didn't even think about it. It'd be that. cool, too, to have that little, uh, Shoot, like Marvel man. does the little uh, things of like, hey. Mm-hmm. Basically an Easter egg in a sense. Well, and I mean... A little baby Easter egg. Even thinking of that. Let's, yeah. Let's just go back... And then go, go back to like silk, silk, silk idea mm-hmm. is the bigger picture. Let's go back to the drawing board. Now, okay. I, I, for mine, I feel like I'm getting too way, too far away. Just throw from, it. Yeah, just throw the water bottle. Too far away from the original. So we know for sure mm-hmm. that they're going to base it off of the Chuck Dixon. And when Chuck Dixon did his one-shot runs... It was just Black Canary, just Batgirl. Okay. So what if we do this? What if we do Batgirl and Canary start out as the main two. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn starts out on the bad side, then kind of tiptoes that line. Then if they introduce the Huntress, that's like another word. You got the two villains, and it's like two different storylines. It's like, holy crap, we got to hit both of them. Then you've got both of them. Because then the Huntress, for sure, Harley Quinn, probably not because she'd go off with the Joker in the end anyway. Yeah. That's what she would pick. Then the Huntress, you can say, oh, she's tiptoeing the line also. She then becomes a part of Birds of Prey. There you go. Like it is with the current run. Yeah. And then, like I said, that's kind of what I said earlier with mm-hmm. uh, the Harley Quinn is it's the two of them. And they're kind of like um, recruiting her in a sense. Mm-hmm. It's like we're trying to pull her over. Eventually, the Joker's going to win. Yeah. He has her heart. Yeah, he has Does he heart. have to be in it, though? He doesn't have to be in it. Maybe a cameo appearance is give about me, it. Give me how you do it without the Joker, without him at all. How would you do it? Um, I mean, I would kind of a... Or does he have to be at least a cameo? I think a cameo would... Because they kind of pull her mm. back in at the end. It doesn't have to be... He doesn't have to be in it, in yeah. it but like... But he's got to be in the movie... At some point, like she, like the little things that peek out still is like she's trying to like they they're trying to like pull her in mm-hmm. and to do the good things and to, like let's say um sort of like in why well, can't keep forgetting his name Suicide Squad mm-hmm. where she smashes the window in and takes the purse we're bad guys yeah it's what we do exactly she still <laughs> like she'll do good things mm-hmm. but she also does something bad because in her in. Her heart belongs to the Joker, and if mm-hmm. she's not doing something bad, she feels like that she's going to lose him, no matter if he's watching or not. What about this? This yeah. just popped into my head because I'm thinking Suicide Squad now. What if it's, oh, we're trying to bring Harley over, or maybe she's a part of this team. Then she betrays the Birds of Prey, Canary, and Batgirl. Mm-hmm. You see her, the scene I'm thinking in my head, is she like, 
jumps off the building like she did in Suicide Squad. But then, like, the helicopter comes up, and it's her Poison Ivy and Catwoman. And it's like, bye, where basically it's like she's joining her evil side, her evil uh, girls club, where then the Huntress not ex- don't know how the script would work exactly, but the point is then the Huntress goes, all right, I got to help. I got to be on this side. I'm going to help them out because they're going to lose if they go three against two. Mm-hmm. That bonds that together. And then what it could also do is if the movie does well, now we have our core, the three bad girls for Gotham City Sirens. If that's still even in the cards. If okay. they're even still thinking about that. Hear me on this one then. Okay, so you have maybe Harley Quinn joins them. Mm-hmm. Huntress isn't a thing just yet. Mm-hmm. And they go after the Bertinelli family. Mm-hmm. They go to apprehend whatever. Pa- I'm going to call him Papa Bertinelli. Cause Papa I don't, Bertinelli. Because I don't feel like trying to find his name in the Papa Gadoosh, Papa Bertinelli. <laughs> hey, Papa Bertinelli wants to talk to you. <laughs> um, so they go to apprehend him. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn just, bam! Puts him out. That's what brings the Huntress over to their side. Because now she wants to, she wants to hurt Harley because she killed her father. Yeah, and then that's when Harley, like, it's slow. It's like a, Harley, no, you're taking it too far. Yeah, just bat to the mm-hmm. bat through the head. Because that's what she's sense. used to. Exactly. And then it would go. Um, Huntress is slowly trying to get get to her, mm-hmm. and when Harley does the betrayal thing, jumps off. Like, maybe, like you said, the helicopter thing where mm-hmm. it's her, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman as well. And Hunter's like, I'm with you, but it's not to be not to be the good guy. Yeah, it's basically, I'm in this for revenge. Yeah. I'm in this for my own personal gain, and I'm letting you know that right now. Yeah, exactly. I think, I, 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 I dig that a little bit. I dig that a little bit. Any Any final thoughts on this? Like, anything you think we didn't touch on what they should do? With birds of prey. No, because you know what's cool about that last part? What? If they don't, like, continue the story, mm-hmm. if they, like, decide just to kind of stop there because the Bertinelli thing is over, mm-hmm. maybe the biggest part of the, maybe, like, have that at the very end trope thing. I, yeah. I don't know if trope, I'm using the word trope correctly, but. I, I get what you're saying. They, um, they get what you're saying. They, they defeat the bigger picture thing, and then Harley does the betrayal thing yeah. and goes off of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Huntress is like, that sets up. Gotham City Sirens? Yes. Okay. The thing that I am I was thinking... I'm sorry. Your, I think about also how to set well, up other movies. Well, was, well, you went to throw that over to me. Yeah. The, the only thing I thought about was just the, huh, is this going to be a movie where Batgirl's basically learning and do we see Batman in it at all? As like a teacher. Mentor. Cameo. Not if, like if Batman anything. in the costume, just like Bruce Wayne where like she goes back to the Batcave to ask him for advice. Do we see that at all in this movie? We or don't is need ben, to. Or is Ben Affleck going to be like, no, don't let me be Batman again. Like, no, I, I don't, don't even do. know if I'm going to be Batman in the Batman. Don't ask me. We're Jake Gyllenhaal sitting there like, I'm ready to go, guys. guys, guys I'm ready on. to go. Please. Please. <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready for something. He's like, I'll just sit at a computer. That's fine. Jeez. Okay. What was the last thing he was in? This is going to be completely off topic here at the end of this one. No, was Prince of Persia the last thing that he was... I'm just messing about it. Let's see. Um, uh, What was he in that would have been really like... Oh, Southpaw. That was probably the last big thing he was in. That was the boxer one. Yeah. Um, He was also... Nightcrawler was pretty... End of Watch. Okay. 
So it's been a while. Then Prince of Persia, Sands of Time was 2010. That's yeah. the last thing I remember. Wow. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal, let's just say it. I'd like After looking at his IMDb, I can say this. Kind of needs a career resurrection, and Batman would do that for him. He would. He, so, does, he doesn't really got. It doesn't look like he's really got anything going on right now. So that's why he's <laughs> nothing big to play Batman and be Bruce Wayne. But let us know what you guys think down below about the Birds of Prey movie. What would you do? What should DC do? Everything with that. Let us know down below in the comment section. Let's move on into our last topic, though. Let's jump into. We're ending it in the gaming universe. We haven't talked gaming in a while. Not in a while. I mean, we kind of did at the end of two podcasts ago, was it? The Comic-Con week. Yeah. We talked about when the next gen of gaming is coming, but we haven't done a deep dive into a gaming topic in quite, I think it's it's since Brigitte was introduced was the last time we jumped into gaming. But the reason why we're going into the gaming sphere today is because Call of Duty has some big news. And both of these reports are coming from Charlie Intel. The first one came earlier this week where... The Charlie Intel, Call of Duty aficionado, reports that Black Ops 4's focus on multiplayer will join the trend of Battle Royale gaming. Despite previous Activision statements that the series is all about the story campaigns, Raven Software has apparently been tasked with developing a Battle Royale mode to fill the extensive gap left behind. Sources already are claiming that a single-player campaign simply won't be ready in time for Black Ops 4's October release, lending to the brainwave of adding a Battle Royale. Then today there was an article, yet again, Charlie Intel is the main source, that read this. New multiplayer information has been confirmed by more than one source, so I can now talk about it more publicly. As of two days ago, multiplayer was the worst state you have ever seen a Call of Duty multiplayer mode. Sources who have playtested the mode claim that it is less like a Call of Duty mode and more like a Call of Duty Overwatch or Call of Duty Lawbreakers. The Lawbreakers reference is incredibly apt considering what he told me next. Remember how I said the game was uh, simultaneously boots on the ground and advanced movement? Well, I can elaborate on that a little more too. The game was going to take the hero or specialist system from Black Ops 3 and take it to the next level. Perks were basically removed completely and had instead been morphed into a strange kind of kill streak. Normal kill streaks as we know them, for example, heavier jets or chopper gunners didn't in fact exist in this version of Black Ops 4. Instead, you got highly powerful perks, one of which was a movement alteration. It literally changed your movement from boots on the ground to something very strongly resembling Black Ops 3's advanced movement system. So... We got a lot to talk about, Johnny, a lot that I just set you up with. Here's my question for you. First off, the whole story multiplayer thing. Is it a good idea? Is it good for Call of Duty to get rid of the story mode and replace it with a battle royale? I would say it's hard to say. I don't want to say no or yes blatantly, Mm -hmm. but I say and they said, so let me get one thing straight because it was okay. in the beginning of it. It was that they don't have the story mode ready yet for yes. the release date. So it would say that um, sources already c- claimed that a single player campaign 
simply wouldn't be ready in time for Black Ops 4's October release. Okay, this is what I would do instead, because I'm one of those type of people, I I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember my type of gaming, is more story mode. You like any, the story mode. I like story modes on anything, before I even get into any sort of online multiplayer Overwatch type stuff. Overwatch was pretty much your first online experience yeah it was actually it was my first online experience overall like playing with other like against other players exactly that was my first with the first person shooter and you don't get to in that one they don't have a story mode and that's fine that was my first one of doing it um but majority of my games majority of everything Mm -hmm. i always play the story mode i always play the rp rpg role-playing yeah Mm role-playing game um or the mmorpgs yeah massive Massive multiplayer online. I haven't really done any many of those. So like no World of Warcraft, no Marvel no. Heroes. No, I mean I played Marvel Heroes for like but a you day and deep, got. Sick. Yeah, you weren't deep dived into. <laughs> no, it. I never did deep dive into the MMOs. Mm-hmm. I just or the RPGs. Deep dove into it. Whatever. I never took a deep. Di- Let's put it this: way. I never took a deep dive into those. Yeah, I just did the R- the RPGs. You weren't in in the in the wild thickets like me. Exactly, them down with it? machetes. I wasn't killing boars kinda, in the forest. Kind of going, the, yeah, killing <laughs> boars in the forest. I know some references. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, so I didn't really do those. I was always, and that's before that was before like, hey, I do mm-hmm. a, any sort of multiplayer, even if when you have PS2 and you bring yeah. friends over and play with them. It's like, no, I get through the story mode of anything mm-hmm. first. So that was my thing. So you're going to lo- kind of lose people like me on mm-hmm. that. Whereas, yeah, you'll get more of the people that like like the Overwatch style. They like the Battle Royale, like Fortnite, etc. And that's great. Add those. But if you're not ready with it, make that something you can add on later. That's mm-hmm. you, you Nowadays, with all the online gaming, that's something you can do. It's like, okay, we're putting this version out. Hey, here's some downloadable content mm-hmm. of, hey, we now finally have a story mode for you guys if you want to play that. Now, here, and that might bring that other audience back into it. Here's the thing. There's two sides of this. The first okay. side is that story side. I'm completely in the middle. Yeah. To where, I'll be honest, early on Call of Duties, I played the story as well as multiplayer. Yeah. I loved it for the multiplayer, but I would still play through the story. Recently, though, I haven't touched the story. Didn't even touch it at all. Whereas it was just straight multiplayer, that's all I wanted to do. So with me, like the way I would think about this is I'm thinking more business side. Yeah. Because I'm on that multiplayer side already. Like you look at Call of Duty. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. I'm not a part of Activision. I don't know what their numbers are. Mm -hmm. But I would take a guess. That most people buy their games for the, for the multiplayer. Um, yeah. For just the mo- Like, I would be shocked if more people, like, if we put out a survey that more people said that they bought Call of Duty for the story mode than for multiplayer. I would be totally shocked. And no, I'm agreeing with you on that. I feel like more yeah. people do buy it for the story mode. but that, Or not the other mm-hmm. one. Flip yeah, that for the for the multiplayer. Yeah, the more people buy it for the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you don't have that ready, make that a downloadable content for those yeah. people that I'm more into the story mode before I go playing into MMO. That way, I get however used to, get used to the. Let me throw out part control two. Statics. Let me throw out part two. Right now, we are in a weird time in multiplayer gaming. Yeah, because there are to me two, maybe three games that have changed the landscape of gaming right now. The first one was Overwatch. Yeah. Overwatch has completely changed. Like, yes, it's not everyone doing what they do, but they have made a huge impact 
on the multiplayer game universe because they were a game that said we're just like it's just going to be online. It's going to be against other people. There's no story. No, no story. Campaign. I mean, there's there's can, canon stories that you don't get to play any of it. You have to That's read about it. it if you want to know. If you want to yes. know about, it, you read about it. They still have a story. They do a great job with those videos. But the game is just the game. It is what you get. Now, by the way, they do have comics too. They do. They have comics. They're cool. They have the web series. But there's a, it's like, like you Blizz- guys are just a six v six. Blizzard does a great job with they that, do though. Like if Call of Duty wanted to go that route, they could eventually. Yeah, like, they, could. they could go that route now. The thing that I think of is having two different multiplayer options might not be bad for Call of Duty. No, I agree with that, too. Because the first one is most people buy our game for multiplayer. Mm -hmm. Let's be completely honest. Think of if you've bought a, and I'm looking at the camera right now for our audio listeners, speaking to you, either driving your car, listening at your computer, on your phone, your tablet, may have you. The last time you bought a Call of Duty game, did the multiplayer seem any different? Did it play any different? Or was it just, oh, I'm still running around killing random people? Where it's the same thing, like, it's kind of like the same thing we get into with sports games. Mm -hmm. Except for maybe MLB The Show. Where Madden, you buy it, I'm buying a $60 game each year for brand new rosters. That's basically what I'm buying. I'm buying brand new rosters each and every year. Yeah, they tweak the gameplay a little bit. They make it, like, they, they fine-tune some things. Mm-hmm. But literally, I'm doing it for the new rosters and the updated version of the NFL. Whereas, with this, you're just buying almost the same thing with different... Yeah, they did, like, something different with a hub this year for the World War II thing. But... Literally, it's the same multiplayer mm-hmm. that it's been forever. So my thought is, why not have two? The Battle Royale is a great idea because Fortnite and PUBG, those are the other two games that have changed the landscape. Everyone yeah. loves Battle Royale games now. I hear so much, so many people are playing Fortnite. I, and so why not? I liked Fortnite. Jump on the bandwagon. The only reason I don't play sense. Fortnite is because the only two times I played it I would move to the center, not find a single person. I'd be down to, like, the final five before I found someone. So it's like, great, I finished in the top three or five, but I'm not really doing anything. Yeah. I Sean says it's because I don't go in populated areas. I play the game to win, where yeah. I go in this area that's all by myself, and then I gradually move to the center. Which to win is to be the last person, right? So why would I, I go guess so, all yeah. over? Why would I go all over here with everyone shooting around when I can just go over here? But I get let everyone kill each other. I, off get, first. I get that's my fault. It's not really the game's fault. So why not have that battle royale part? Mm-hmm. But also, why not change your multiplayer to be more of that Call of Duty style? Like the the best thing I liked with the World War II game, yeah, is a mode that Dave introduced me to. It was called Siege. Where it was basically one team had a tank, or one team was sieging and the other team was defending. Where the one map we had to first get, there's three tanks, and you have to get two of your tanks to the end of the halfway map. But there's barricades in the way. So the defending team can build up the barricade by holding a square by it. The opposing team plants a explosive to blow it up so they're 
tank can go make through. It through yeah to make the tank go through you had to stand next to the tank and have at least one person the more people standing by it the quicker that tank goes payload <laughs> exactly it's a payload then after that it became a payload mission with a tank where you're basically payloading that mission all the way to the end of it. So, so they have some tastes not, of why not give me Overwatch. that, but just do Overwatch? Yeah, they have some tastes of Overwatch. Yeah, why in not? There. Like, and that's the part I like. Why not just do the Overwatch gameplay then, and totally disorganize what you're doing? Now, the whole thing is with the story. If you're going to do an Overwatch type game, you have to do what Overwatch and Blizzard does, and this is where it gets tricky. This is where my long rant kind of comes to an end. If you're going to do the Overwatch style, you have to give me a story somehow like Overwatch does in their comics or web series stuff. But also, if you're going to do the Overwatch like Overwatch, they're going to have to give up some green. Yeah. To where Overwatch, one game, I bought it once, characters, skins. Yeah, they go on the loot box thing to make money. But it's basically, if you don't pay for loot boxes, you have a chance to get everything for free. Eventually, yeah. You just have to earn it all. Is Activision going to want to do that stuff? And the whole thing, too, is Call of Duty games are on a revolving schedule Mm -hmm. where one time it's Activision, then it's Infinity War, then it's Sledgehammer. And it kind of revolves around those three studios each and every time. One year it's this, one year it's that, one yeah, year it's Yeah, I this. mean, boom, that's boom, the other boom. thing. you got to get all three of them on board with doing that then. Would you want to do something, though, that's, hey, we just let out one game, 60 bucks, and we're not made. Like, the thing that Call of Duty, the reason why they rank up money is I'm putting out a $60 game each and every year, and people are buying it. Yeah. I mean, that would be the thing is I think you have to... Uh, Hey, you have to get all three of them on it if you're like, hey. You I think do. it's impossible to do it because of like because of the three studios. You will never see the exact over the exact Overwatch style in Call of Duty. No, there will be a Call of Duty game each and every year. Yeah, well, no, that's like like I was trying to say is you're not you trying to get the all three of them to do it, it's going to mm-hmm. be really freaking hard yep. because you have to get them all on board and then you have to collaborate. Say, okay, this is what we did. What are you guys going to do next to upgrade it? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't just throw out the same thing again. You're not you're not changing anything. I mean, yeah. new skins, like Overwatch and Blizzard do it. New skins are just added to the roster. It's not like, well, you have to buy our new game. No one's going to really want to do it unless you mm-hmm. have, like, a hundred new skins, new weapons, and all that type of stuff. You got to at least have, like, a, a significant amount to put out a disc mm-hmm. for 60 bucks to get that. And even then, am I really going to want to pay for that? Yeah. Or am I just going to stop and say, okay, I've played this game. You're going to lo- start losing my money now. Well, and plus, I don't think I don't think Call of Duty can do the same thing Overwatch does, where it's like, yeah, you can do different characters, but it's not like the Your characters same are going to be limited. Yeah, they're going to be limited. So like, gonna- you could do different characters for like an Overwatch style of like, all right, this guy's a sniper class. This guy's a heavy machine gun class. This guy's an infantry class. This guy is a um, submachine gun class. Demolitions. Yes, exactly. And you can just pick and choose between those classes. Yeah. But it's not going to be like, well, the game's been out for two months. Here's a brand new character. 
I mean, you could probably do, hey, here's a brand new class, but yeah. ma- it's not going to be the same thing as Overwatch where we're really excited. Like you have some sort character. of espionage, not espionage. I'm trying to think of like a spy type class yep. where, and yeah, you can have it so like they can change up their gameplay mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, well, these type of weapons are better with this character, mm-hmm. these or this class. These uh, type are better with this class. Yeah. And you can have all, you can you can keep rolling out guns over and over and mm-hmm. over again until you're blue in the face. But I mean, the, the eventually yeah, you're just going to... That's where they're mainly at. Is eventually, Call of Duty is mainly about getting weapons, not characters. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Those mm-hmm. would be... You'd have to... St- they'd have to... All three of them would have to switch over to a loot box. And then that comes to the question. You guys aren't They kind of already do the loot box, though. I'm saying, like, Overwatch does, Oh, though, yeah. Where you're earning all these things via loot boxes or you're buying them via loot boxes. Mm-hmm. And then that comes to the, down to the thing of you guys aren't going to be pumping... Well, actually, then you're not going to be pumping games out anymore, though. Mm-hmm. You're going to... You're basically going to go into the loot box craze and hope that you can make most of your money via loot boxes. Yeah, and I mean, you're going to just, like, the three of you are going to start fighting over who's going to make what loot boxes then, in a sense. Basically. Because every year you're not going to be putting out another game unless you're putting out a new, here's a new disc. Some I don't even know. That still wouldn't work because I'm like, oh, well, you guys, it's, what is this, it's called Black Ops? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, now we're going to put out another World War II one. Okay, that's another disc. Or is it just, oh, it's downloadable content like Overwatch and adds to the same gameplay now? So here's what I'm thinking okay. as you were kind of talking. Because yeah. there's one mode I completely forgot about that they're not going to get rid of because people play it for this too. Zombies. Oh, yeah. So here's what I'm thinking Black Ops 4 could be. It's a completely online game. Yeah. You have three different modes. You have zombie mode, battle royale mode, and then... Either traditional multiplayer, they're not going to do anything with it, or the Overwatch style. Overwatch style if they change that. So it's going to be multiplayer, battle royale multiplayer, zombies. It's going to be completely online game, not going to have the story mode this year, and then we'll see what that does when we get to the next Call of Duty next year. What do you kind of think about that? If a game like if that's where the game goes. What are your thoughts on that? If it's completely online, multiplayer, battle royale, zombies. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would work. It works for all the for the gamers. Johnny's like, I wouldn't buy it. I haven't bought a game since no, Overwatch I anyway. Yeah. Um, Johnny's like, I only need Overwatch. That's I'm good. I, I don't play enough to play to grab mm-hmm. anything else at the moment. Um, I'm trying to think because you know what? I'm just trying to think of the business sense of that's going to still work out with putting a game out every year mm-hmm. and the only way that's going to do it is really if you like if you're going to go switch over to the overwatch style you're going to kind of ruin your you're put putting on a game you're every year you're going to piss someone off too that's going to be a section of your fans that thought your game was perfect and nothing needed to be changed yeah but my thing i was trying to say is in the business sense it's mm-hmm. gonna it's i'm trying to fit I think if you switch over to the Overwatch style, it's all about making them. Benjamins. You're gonna you're gonna ruin your 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 put a disc out every year thing mm-hmm. because, like I said, Overwatch one disc came out. Your content just gets downloaded to you. You have to earn your loot boxes or you have to pay for them. There's nothing that oh well here's something new. We we're gonna you have to put it you have to buy another uh, game from us. Holy shit! This May is gonna be two years since Overwatch came out. Is it? May 26, 2016 is when it came out. Oh, wow. Holy crap. I, like, I, it's felt like it's been out longer to me. 
Yeah, it does actually. Holy crap! I feel like I miss a bunch because what we're on season ten of. I I'll be eight, honest, like either nine or ten of. Uh, I got to get back to Overwatch. I, do I have too. not played Brigette at all. Oh, shame on you. Um, well, Monster Hunter came out, man. Yeah, yeah. Excuses, excuses. Monster Hunter came out, and I dove into that planet excuses, with uh, excuses. my friend Sean and my cousin. Um, but. Ricky for the excuses. So much going on in the game verse right now. Overwatch is always coming out with stuff new. Monster Hunter World just dropped their new siege for their new monster and legendary the weapons. The new event is out too, by the way. For Overwatch, yeah, yeah. What is it? Um, they are doing a, a Black Watch thing. I forgot what it was. Oh, is that kind of like the retribution? I think it's called. Yeah, was that was that like the um last year they had the the purple um the purple omnic were. That's where you got the. They had the skin, the purple skin oh, for. Yeah, the purple skin for Bastion, purple oh, shit, skin for right. Arisa. I need to buy that for Arisa, by the way. Um, but that's the same event as last year, right? Yes Torbjorn, and no. had, so, Torbjorn had the blue outfit. Yeah, they yeah. all have the. No, it is, but it isn't. So they have that one still where you play as. Last year, that was this version of it. Yeah, so yeah. they had. Last year's version was mm-hmm. Torb, Reinhardt, Mercy, and Tracer. Yeah. And it was Tracer's first, first mission. You have to hit the, the three points, yeah. and then you have to move the payload yep. to get to the end. Um, the new one now is the Black Watch, where you play as Moira, Reaper, uh, Genji, oh. and spoilers, by the way, if no one's played it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Moira, Genji, Reaper, and so, McCree. You, the story, it starts with the storyline. Isn't Widowmaker a part of Black Watch? No. No, uh, she's a part of Talon. Uh, Talon. So, it, spoilers, by the way, mm-hmm. for any of you who have not played it, and I'm going to spoil it for you. Go ahead. I'll play so, it today. Uh, what happens is the story mode is they get to their point, the leader of Talon, mm-hmm. and it basically says, hey, you're going to get me in. I'm going to get out within a day or two. Reaper's like, you're right. Bam. Shoots him out through the window. You have to make it back to where, like back to a certain area mm-hmm. um, where you get hit by soldiers, um, then specialty soldiers. Mm-hmm. Then you get hit by a specialty assassin, a specialty sniper, wow. and a specialty tank mm-hmm. as you move your way along. Yeah. And if you're just those four... It's a little bit harder. I've been playing as Reaper a lot on that, and I'm really? not a terrible Reaper. Do you I'm not like great. It? I do. I love playing it. And then they have a mode for both of them mm-hmm. where it's all characters. Okay. And <laughs> kind of like what they did last year. Yeah. <laughs> we played it, and I played a recent. I'm just wrecking people. Mm-hmm. Like this well, she's is, got the shield. She's got the shield, and no, and the soldiers. So the soldiers, they like drop down, mm-hmm. they come out, and they try to spread out, and I throw halt, and it pulls them all back in. It's fish in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> It's just. Can you pick more of one character? So could you have like? You can't have multiple Arisas. Okay. You can't have multiple. Dude, divas. could you imagine if we had four Arisas? Just savagery. It would be a constant wall of shield, and then just pulling, 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 just constantly pulling them into a center. Yeah, they don't have um, they don't have like the total mayhem or okay. um, all characters. It's just like all characters one of yeah, each. Yeah, like, you normal. can only have one of each. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I gotta check that out. Yeah, no, definitely I haven't played play Overwatch it. in a while. Yeah, no, definitely play it. It's fun. Any final thoughts on Call of Duty though? Um, it kind of seems like we're all since we we're going into off Overwatch. Topic now. Well, do you have any final thoughts? Because I'm pretty much. I think that the story mode's going to be done. And I'm interested to see what the multiplayer will I look mean, like. Maybe keep it as a DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, if you guys are going to switch over to an Overwatch the story mode as a DLC, yeah, I mean, so they get something a little extra True. to play on. And uh, the other part is, I mean, if you, it's going to be a big, uh, 
not problem, but a big thing to go like figure out for these three companies if you go to an Overwatch style of mm-hmm. your uh, gameplay. Because again, that really only works with a one disc comes out mm-hmm. downloadable content to be constantly. Honest, Battleborn tried to do the same thing right at the same time that Overwatch released, and they got crushed. They're not yeah, even they a con- like they're not even together anymore. You can't play the game. Yeah, I don't think you can play the game. I, I don't know. They I killed tried. their servers. Um, but yeah, for me, the only other thing that I think of is if Battle Royale comes to Call of Duty, yeah, Battlefield then will have to come, will have to have a Battle Royale mm-hmm. style Very to true. it to keep up with the, because them and Call of Duty are kind of in the same area of games um, when it comes to that like war shooter yeah. type of games. But this is where you guys come in. If you haven't already, let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on YouTube, hanging out with us on podcast services around the world. A little bit of housekeeping here at the end of the podcast. If you want to check out everything for MVP, mostvalidepodcast.com is your place. If you love what we're doing, want to help support us, want to be like Jake, want to be like Christian, want to be like Matt, want to be like Pat, want to be like Will, want to be like Dallas, who's going to be a new one for May, go check out the Patreon link down below in the description store link down there as well to get your own MVP t-shirts. And last but not least, go ahead and give us a five-star rating on Apple podcast and iTunes. Want to thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And as always have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at most valuable pod for more great podcasts. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.